There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, Gloria Julia Show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Holly is in for Julia today. Julia will be back on Wednesday. And uh, yet another Marty Robbins flashback from earlier in the show. This one from Sue. It's very sweet. She says, every road trip, that 8-track came out. The Marty Robbins 8-track. Thanks for having my memory of my dad restored. Gonna add his songs to my playlist. Already know all the words. Oh, that is so sweet. I'm glad that everyone's taking a trip down memory memory lane. With I all know of Marty Robbins. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Um, by the way, uh, Donnie, last hour we talked about the, you know, the Katie Nickel and the Royal News and all of that. But Donnie did post a cute. Uh, looks like a home video. I don't know who put it out there, but it's Meghan Markle playing Queen in a like a movie, a home movie. She's eight. Yeah. And she's, and she's wearing a crown. And who she's didn't play the queen, queen or princess? My favorite thing was um, my sisters and I love to take like a um, either a towel or a pillowcase and then we would fix it to our heads. So it seemed like we had long <laughs> Like Rapunzel. We used to play office in my neighbor's garage and we would smoke candy cigarettes. Yeah. And work on our typewriters. Yeah, and like you do, someone would bring up a calculator, one of the big ones. No royalty. No, we were just uh, fantasizing about middle management. Oh, uh, so, okay, so there is an epic, epic uh, interview oh. with uh, uh, Tiffany Haddish in GQ, and it is available online. It's, it's a joy to just read the whole thing. And Tiffany Haddish, of course, the breakout star in Girls Trip, and at the tail end, of 2017, Tiffany Haddish started getting invited to all, as they say, the best and most exclusive parties because she was in. Mm-hmm. She was in. And there, these were the kinds of parties where Jay-Z and Beyonce would turn up. At one of those parties, Tiffany met Beyonce and Jay-Z and she got selfies with both of them. She posted those photos immediately, and everyone was like, oh my God, she met Beyonce. Was it everything you thought it would be? And Tiffany was like, yeah, it was amazing, and people kept asking her about it, and then she revealed a blind item about really what happened the night she met Beyonce, that she almost fought an actress on Beyonce's behalf. And Beyonce responded by telling Tiffany, basically, to shut the hell up in a song, which is crazy, (laughs) right? Yeah. Well, Tiffany is not going to shut the hell up. She's going to spill the tea in this GQ interview, and it is incredible. So here it is. She says, there was this actress there at this party, keeping her voice low. That's just like doing the mostest. 
And so the GQ interviewer said, well, what, what was she doing the mostest of? And she said, she bit Beyonce in the face. Oh, my <laughs> what? And Gosh. who was it? Tiffany says, I'm not, I can't name her. I can't name who it is. Beyonce's representative did respond to GQ and said, I absolutely cannot comment on any of this as I have no knowledge. This is Beyonce's publicist. Of course, That's they're her going official to be answer. denying this. This never happened. So Tiffany Haddish goes on to tell the GQ uh, reported that as so Beyonce stormed away, went up to Jay Z and was like, "Jay, come here, this biatch," and snatched him. <laughs> then they went to the back of the room, and I was like, "What just happened?" And Beyonce's friend walked up and was like, "Can you believe this biatch just bit Beyonce?" <laughs> and so then Tiffany Haddish can. Continues, a lot of things happened. According to Tiffany, she and this actress kept crossing paths throughout the night, culminating in a brief standoff. And the actress at one point told Tiffany to stop dancing, which good luck making that happen. And then Beyonce and Jay-Z happened to walk by Tiffany and Tiffany tapped Beyonce on the shoulder and she said to her, I'm going to beat somebody's ass at your mm-hmm. party. I just want to let you know that. Beyonce told her not to. She said, just have fun. That's when Tiffany got her selfie with Beyonce that she posted. Near the end of the party, says Tiffany, describing her final run-in with Mrs. Carter. Beyonce's at the bar, so I said to her, Beyonce, did she really bite you? She was like, yeah. And I was like, she's going to get her ass beat tonight. And she's like, <laughs> Tiffany, no, don't do that. That biatch is on drugs. She's not even drunk. She's on drugs. She's not like that all the time. Just chill. And Tiffany has held this story in for weeks. Yeah. When people asked about what happened when she met Beyonce, she tried to remain vague. And she's not good at feeling vague because she's perilously infectious. Well, and she alluded to this back in late January about taking a selfie with Beyonce and almost getting into a fight with somebody. And at the time she was talking to Vulture and said, no, no, I can't talk about this. I can't talk about this, but I almost got into a fight with somebody. And then she's like, no, have fun, Tiffany. I'm only going to have fun if you take a selfie with me. So in order to stop her from beating up this woman, Beyonce took a selfie with Tiffany Haddish. Now, let me tell you the selfie. Who fight Beyonce? I'm incredulous. (laughs) This selfie was taken on December 22nd, 2017, or at least that's the date that the picture was published. She posted it right away. Yeah, and knowing knowing Tiffany Haddish, assuming that she published it right away, so it was either on the 21st or the 22nd, which would have been, what, a Friday or Saturday night back in December. I mean, or no, let's see. Let's Beyonce sounds like a saint to let, uh, you know, a drug addict friend bite her with no immediate consequences. It was a, it was a Friday night. Yeah, to bite her in the face. <laughs> I mean, Beyonce, Beyonce is very zen. And I don't know who it would be. It, it could be honestly anybody. I don't know where Beyonce <sighs> was. I'm trying to figure out what this party was. Tiffany, Tiffany would be so great to be friends with. The gossip must just be just spilling. a magical fountain. Of course it is. Because you know she's, she's getting invited to everything. And you know she's going to be truthful about it. Yeah. And the fact that she's getting a lot of attention uh, for being truthful about it. I just love it. Oh, so do I. So let's see. Yeah. Well, she is going to voice so star in the new Lego movie. So that'll be some good uh, mo- uh, momentum for her. And she'll next be seen. 
opposite Tracy Morgan on TBS's The Last OG, which premieres April 3rd, and then opposite Kevin Hart in a movie called Night School, which uh, comes up next September, and she is hosting the MTV Movie and Video Awards. Or so she's getting a little bit of warm up because everyone loved her with Maya Rudolph at the Oscars. I kind of want, yeah, and I kind of, I guess I want to read the 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 Last Black Unicorn. Mm-hmm. That it's her memoir that came out in December. Yeah, because she's had quite a life, and I'm looking forward to the Last OG. It was co-created by Jordan Peele. Okay, with Tracy Morgan. All right. So she her career is hot, hot, hot. But we need to figure out who bit Beyonce in, in the face that uses drugs. That she's so chill about it. Well, and, okay, so here <laughs> are the clues that we have to work with in that. It is that Beyonce knows this person. Yes. Obviously, she knows this person. And the fact that Tiffany said that Beyonce said that usually this person doesn't act like this. Yeah. That this is out of character. They're on drugs. So never mind them. So they have to have traveled in the same social circles. Yeah. yeah. So who could know. it be? An actress. I don't know. Oh, I God, have no idea. And I can't even think say. of what drug makes you bite people in the face. Yeah, because ecstasy makes you want to hug. It makes you want to just chill out. Yeah. Maybe it was acid. You had a bad trip. Yeah, oh my gosh. Know. Can you imagine being on acid at a party I, like that? No. <laughs> I, I have no idea. By the way, Taylor Swift did something that she never does, and she took a political stance on gun control. Oh, she did now. On Saturday, March for Our Lives, just, you know, put a, a thing no one should have to go to school, fear of gun violence, or the place of worship, or do a movie theater. Very political for her. And my gosh, they're coming after. Who is? They well the internet the the deplorables the the deplorables trolls yeah the, also <laughs> trolls bots haters yeah people but, saying anything yeah. well of course the cowards the, the, the arch conservatives that felt that I don't know I guess that Taylor because she never did that I mean this is why she never says anything exactly Lori but she you know you got to take a stand anyone. I think if we're judging Taylor Swift by her enemies. I think it says something good about her. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad that she took a stance. And I think, importantly, she probably took a stance because her fans are this age. Yeah. And she needs to stand up with them. Yeah. And it's, and, and it's a good thing. So good on you, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay, Kevin Federline, I don't care what you people say. K-Fed pops out. That's right. He celebrated his 40th birthday party 40. at a Vegas strip club. He turned 40 on Saturday. He had a... He had a a uh, 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 money cannon, strippers, a, a DJ money cannon. Money cannon? Mm-hmm. Keep it classy, <laughs> K Fed. Wow, yeah, uh, Federline took to the Crazy Horse Gentlemen's Club. He probably got paid with it. He got, of course, he got he a did. massive birthday cake made to look like stacks of hundred dollar bills. And scantily clad dancers, his wife, former volleyball player Victoria Prince, was with him and the entourage and. Um, he uh, shot $200 worth of dollar bills out of a money cannon as porn star Jules Ventura danced. And then he was a DJ. So he's still, that's, he works. He okay. does work. He, this is, this is a paid a DJ. It's a paid gig. This is a paid say? gig, yeah, of nice. course. This is an advertisement for Crazy Horse 3. Good He's on them. 40. But bless his heart, his hair in this photograph that I'm looking at at people.com from you his know, 40th birthday. Like he just got out of bed. I don't even know how to describe this. <laughs> it's not, no, Donnie, this is no. very styled. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is the, the curly cues on his head, the little pointy thing sticking out. He's also wearing a. a 
a brand of weed. That cookie thing is on his sweatshirt. And oh, goodness. A brand Kevin of Federline. cookie weed? Yeah. yeah, cookies. Oh, goodness. Kevin Federline. Well, he was probably. <laughs> he's in Las Vegas. He's in Vegas. Vegas he'd already baby. been to see his bud tender. <laughs> I guess I'm sure he did. Oh, I know. I just but feel God, old. he's 40. I know. Why do you well, keep saying that? Why? I because I just <laughs> no, feel it like... seems weird because when we were talking about these guys, they were so young and at the height of the gossip machine back in yeah. like 20, 20, 2006, 2007. I guess they'll always be forever like 28 to me, Donnie. Of course. Yeah, Papa Sal. Britney's 36, so, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, do you believe this story that Justin Bieber is going to do an album that will be Christian appropriate? No. No. <laughs> no. I don't think so. He's spending uh, a lot of time at that church. Well, he is spending he a is lot, with, yeah. with Culty Carl. Mm-hmm. Hillsong Church. It has become, it is his entire life now. The only thing that I can see Justin Bieber doing is probably doing an album where he's like, oh, I don't know. He's doing all these poses on Instagram with his arms out and the sun shining on him. And I, I don't, it just sing, stick to your pop sounds, Justin, because we like them. Yeah. Is it too late you're now not to Lord. say sorry? No, you're not Lord Justin mm-hmm. Bieber. Know your own brand. Kevin Federline knows his own brand. He's having his birthday at Crazy Horse 3. <laughs> Stay <laughs> in your lane, Justin Stay Bieber. Stay in your lane. <laughs> All right, listen, we come back, we got the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, girls. How are you? Well, we're kind of yawny. I don't know why we feel tired on this Monday. Did you feel tired? Yeah, it's like rainy and cloudy and blah. I know. And this winter seems to be dragging on for a long time. Like it always does. We need a little bit of sunshine and, Mm -hmm. you know, we need some freshness in our life. I do have someone who's fresh faced today. Have you seen these pictures of Christina Aguilera on the cover of Paper? Yes. It is unbelievable. She goes without makeup and she looks stunning, but she really looks unrecognizable. This is what happens when people use so much makeup in their everyday life. It's hard to tell who they are. Yeah, because she has always she's been always highly made up her entire career. Like yeah. just over the top made up. So, so much makeup. And so on the cover of Paper Magazine, uh, she decided to go totally makeup free There's no eyeliner, no contouring, no nothing. Uh, She's 37. She has two kids. She's working on a new album. And uh, it's this gorgeous new photo shoot. So if you want to see it. And who knew that she had adorable freckles on her cheek? Like the cutest freckles. I know. I'm liking this like less makeup movement. It's making me feel happy. Yes. Well, and you know, the last time we saw uh, her with all of her makeup on, we were like shocked at whatever she's, she's makeup like makes whatever she's done to her face more noticeable oh yeah she's been doing things to her lips yeah yeah very much so mm-hmm. yeah that's very true but it is really pretty it's a beautiful super up close mm-hmm. i mean she has fantastic skin i would like to know what her skin regimen is because that i would like to well, get she, on board it looks with. like she's hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Still wearing a lot of makeup. It's just in the natural vein. It's just a no makeup makeup mm-hmm. look. I don't know. There's, there's, I saw somewhere that the, she wore no makeup in this. I don't yeah. believe that. Okay. Well, it sure looks like no makeup. I feel mean, like the can, eyebrows are filled in and her eyelashes a, are a little natural. A good, um, a good filter on something. Oh yeah. my goodness, going yes. On, and a little Photoshop action. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay, I want to bring you a little uh, Real Housewives nude Vic, news. Uh, Vicki Gunvalson, the original from the OC, her ex, Brooks, got married. What? The cancer faker who guy. Would marry to who would marry him? Her name is Christy Groves Lindemann. They got married in the uh, lovely Indianapolis over the weekend. He was probably banging her all along. I know. You sure. know it, Lori. Yeah. No kidding. He says they've been dating since November of 2016. They had a small ceremony with just family and they met in Indianapolis. And he says, we just bought a house in Mississippi. Closer, closer to my parents and my older children. I've never been happier. We're doing fantastic. It's been a drama-free life now. It's a true blessing. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> Thank you. not faking cancer is yeah. probably a good step towards leading a non-drama-filled yeah, life. Yeah, and good luck with that marriage to the person who lied about having cancer. I mean, who lies about having cancer? How low do you have to go? Like, what's worse, stealing from children or lying about having cancer? I don't know. Both are equally deplorable. Oh, mm. my gosh. No. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, there are people who are living with cancer. This is terrible. Anyway, Brooks, we wish you well. Meghan Markle's estranged family members were on this British morning show, Good Morning Britain. Boy, this is the tough part about being Meghan Markle. Uh, Her nephew and his mother, his mother is divorced from Meghan Markle's half-brother. Okay? Mm -hmm. They express their support for her while discussing the fact that they will not be at the wedding. Well, of course they're not going to be at the wedding. I know. Why would Meghan Markle invite her ex-half, or no, her half-brother's ex or and then but the child i mean he's not invited either i don't know i think i feel like you don't have to invite all of your family to your wedding you don't have to invite anybody you don't want to to your wedding i know you get to decide uh the mother says that she hasn't had a conversation with Meghan markle in 20 years and so then the host said well then it doesn't seem unreasonable for you to not be invited does it exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) there you go uh stormy daniels now suing michael cohen for defamation so after their huge ratings on 60 Minutes last night, you guys, highest rating sixted, highest rated 60 Minutes since President Obama's exit interview. In, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really huge. Yeah. Uh, suing Michael Cohen for defamation. And now Stormy Daniels, uh, the basis for the new claim is that the statement that Cohen made just because something isn't true doesn't mean that it can't cause you harm or damage. Wow. So... Uh, the her attorney is saying that Cohen's statement subjected her to physical threats of violence to her person and life, as well as hatred, contempt, ridicule, and shame. She is seeking actual and punitive damages. Um, it also keeps this new complaint is keep seeking to keep the lawsuit against Donald Trump in the courts. So that part, the defamation part, was amended today, and that's what was added on to the lawsuit. Lawsuit. All right. Mm, we shall see. I know that story is going to continue. Yes, it is. Heidi Klum has a lover, and uh, she has confirmed her romance with uh, rocker Tom Collitz. Who? He's 28 years old. He is a guitarist for Tokyo Hotel. Okay, I kind of know that band. Of course, the name's I knew not, you would, Well, the Holly. name's not unfamiliar. 
She's Not 44. Fair. He's 28. They were packing on the PDA while Heidi was filming America's Got Talent on Sunday afternoon. This is this is okay, two I different re- places in life, guys. I respect. Well, but, but she's I respect just having fun. She yes. doesn't want to get married. She's yes. busy with her kids. She's just a lover. Well, and she's not necessarily looking for a father no. figure for her children. They no. have Seal. They, they have uh, they have other people. Yeah, she's- they're they're like in the right places at the right time. If you know what I'm saying, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good making out happening. I'd say yes. And he has a ponytail. <laughs> that so, seems to be her type. That is definitely her type. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Affleck and Lindsay Shukas, they vacationed together in Hawaii. They are still very much together. Just in case if you were wondering what if the ben aftermath Affleck of the If Ben Affleck were my tattoo. boyfriend, I would be making him do push-ups and sit-ups. He's just becoming... <laughs> doughy. Doughy. He's it's doughy unbelievable. Dad. He's a doughy dad. I But come on. <laughs> he can well, do better than okay, that. I'm looking at him in a t-shirt, and either he's looking okay or he has no. on some spanks, yeah. some male spanks underneath that t-shirt. He's okay, but I feel like it's just like you get that buff to be Batman, and then you get unbuff, he doesn't and then it slowly settles into But was he even buff for moves. Batman? Yeah, because he's, on, he's in a rubber costume. You don't he even- was big. Like, I thought he yeah, kind of looked hot it, as Batman. The costume made him look hot. <laughs> the costume is very helpful. It's like it's like Lululemon leggings. You yes, know? They exactly. Really do with make muscles you look better built than you are. in. Yeah. I was here for it, but unfortunately, nobody else was. Yeah. <laughs> ben Affleck. Anyway, All they're right, looking thanks. happy and loving together. Maybe we'll have some more sunshine in our lives tomorrow, you guys. I'm sure we were. And by the way, Olivia de Havilland's feud suit tossed by appeals. Oh. First Ooh. Amendment rights protected. So. That's a win for Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we've got Kenny with the traffic, and we come back, sex news. Sex what? Sex news. News, sex news. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's the best kind of news. I hope it's breaking. This- Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home. Sex news. Oh, I know. I could have given Kenny a much better tease, but I just, uh, the pressure, I was just reeling from the fact that Olivia de Havilland, uh, her, her, her suit was tossed yeah. by the appeals court. Yeah, well. First Amendment. Yeah, the right of filmmakers to embellish the historical record. Well, and of course, at the beginning or ending of every type of movie like this, they always say that the truth basically is altered for entertainment purposes yeah yeah so sorry olivia so anyway she's just having a half a cigarette with lee radswell (laughs) and a glass of sherry because they live by each other she has her cigarette on one of those holders on her on her finger no she doesn't smoke because she's 101 but she said to radzy bring me one of those skinny cigarettes you like (laughs) (laughs) okay so forces uh, I just thought, first of all, before I get to some real uh, research and some sexual information that could help you, I thought it would just be, since you're here on a Monday, Holly, you are kind of a movie guru, a savant, whatever Mm -hmm. you call it, but would you agree that some of the most famous foreplay movie scenes include (laughs) when Jack draws Rose... In the Titanic. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Draw me like one of your girls, mm-hmm. Jack. Sharon Stone 
crossing her legs in basic instinct. Yeah. Yes. She is kind of making love to them as she oh, knows that they're well, looking that, at that her. That whole movie is hot. Hot. Uh, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore in the pottery scene in Ghost. A little messy, but totally understand. Yes, yeah. that's very a hot foreplay. And then Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger's steamy S&M scene in Nine and a Half Weeks. You know, I haven't seen that movie. What? No. I know. I haven't seen it. Your sexual movie going is suffering not seeing this movie. I think that's why, like, when I got to take my photo in the arms of Mickey Rourke at two in the morning outside of the tube door, I was so excited because I see him and I see... That Mickey Rourke. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know Matt, how many drinks you had that night, Lori, because if you have seen Mickey Rourke lately, I saw the photo of you two together. And mm. didn't we look cute? Um, well, you looked cute, but it was not mm, was not erotic but, or see, hot in any I, way. But I have magical thinking, and when I saw him, that's the Mickey Rourke that I see. Then can I tap into that magical thinking? Because you have superpowers, Lori. <laughs> you have superpowers beyond. I was going to say, one of my favorite hot scenes from a movie, or one of my favorite hot movies, period, is the movie Body Heat. I was oh, just going to say that. 1981. Yes. Just going to say that. All right. that With mo- Kathleen Turner yes, and William Hurt. With where, William Hurt. Where he throws the chair through the glass as she gives him that look on the other side like come and get me back. yeah but that's not the there's a sexier uh scene well I, well I know but i'm talking about we're talking about you know a kind of more of the scene between the two of them i don't know i just felt like there's something sexier in that body heat i feel like there's a conversation that's burning oh, sure. with sexual well, energy well, well, i was just i was saying the whole movie in yeah. general just burns with sexual energy the scene that donnie references the famous scene where it's like ah, i'm yeah. coming through the window i'm going to defenestrate for you and but, i don't know if what? many people saw this or remember but sea of love with al pacino and ellen barkin yes for sure that was also yeah. kind of I miss hot movies, Lori. I know we it. We don't get hot movies anymore. I mean, we get plenty of hot TV. Yeah. But I miss, there is something to be said about watching a movie that is made screen. on the big screen that's made for adult audiences. Doesn't mean it well, has we to had be adult. 50 Shades. Yeah, but that was a sad I'm, excuse yeah, for I an Can I mention movie. one more? Yeah. Okay. 1968. Thomas Crown Affair. Steve McQueen. Oh. Faye Dunaway playing chess. Yeah. Where she is stroking. The chess pieces. Pieces. Oh, my <laughs> word. He is this guy. I don't think I can concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we do really. You're right. I mean, we would There is like a to lack see... of sexy movies. We want to see more sexy movies. Yeah, thank you. All right. So how does sleep affect, affect your sex life, you asked? Well, did you ask that? Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, apparently, as every person knows who gets denied sex because their partner is tired it affects it it's the number one thing i feel like this is a crossover between sex monday and the study of i know well here's a study of more than ninety three thousand women and they found i mean yes i know it seems like the study of dub but the better a woman sleeps high quality uninterrupted sleep the higher her sex drive is. And it didn't matter the age of the woman or what stage of her life she was in. Of course. Of course. Um, and this study uh, found that, yeah, getting a decent night's sleep has an immediate effect on everyone's enthusiasm for sex. Yeah, because... 
Just even one hour of extra sleep leads to a 14% increase in sex the next day. So go to bed early. Get your beauty rest and get your sex rest. Well, well, then can you say that sometimes instead of getting your beauty rest, that you're getting your sex, sex rest? Sex rest, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the same does apply for, for guys. Guys with poor sleep patterns end up with significantly lower levels of testosterone, which means their sex drive can tail off. And so when somebody is really stressed out, um, that many things affect sleep, but stress can be one of them. But uh, the testosterone levels drop significantly following a, a week of sleep deprivation, meaning sleeping less than five hours a night. Mm. Oh, so we all have to get to bed mm. in Crab. order to yeah. go to bed. Yeah, yes. in order to <laughs> go to bed. Sad. Yes. Yeah. And the better you sleep, the more you'll enjoy sex. That yep. seems like a, a duh kind of a thing. But there was another study that linked high if you're a high quality sleeper to improved arousal ah meaning everything swells and becomes more sensitive <laughs> <laughs> okay you can okay. blossom you can blossom under the guise of sleep and it does both sexes good and um for uh uh yeah so you don't want to just have the restless sleep you just need you need to have a deep sleep in order to become aroused Uh, and you won't be super active of course if you're just terribly exhausted you're not going to go at anything for ages and with a lot of vim and vigor if you're just tired well no of course not and the better you sleep the more experimental your sex life could be because you'll have the energy to try something including Maybe the Esther Williams or... The um, es- okay. <laughs> what, is, what is the Esther Williams? Oh, it's a side plank on a bench with somebody holding you up. And then Tom and Jerry... Swimming? Then Tom and Jerry float by while That's you're right. in the reverse and you say hi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't feel loved up when you're sleep def- deprived. No. People are touchy. When they don't haven't had a lot of sleep, you Emotionally might be sensitive. you might be a little grouchy, you might snap back at somebody, and there is research after research after re- research that getting a good night's sleep is essential for lowering levels of stress and tension, as well as how you react to things. And it's hard to feel all lovey-dovey when you're just so exhausted. Of course. Again, so, yeah, this so, is all study of yeah, duh. Where when you're tired, you're crabby, you're not sexy, Here, and there's no way you're this. pulling off the Esther Williams. Listen to this. A study from UC Berkeley found that couples, regardless of you know if they were gay, straight, whatever, you're more likely to argue if you're not getting much sleep. Even one night of bad sleep makes couples... Fifty percent more likely to fight the next day. Oh, so when your partner says to you, "I didn't get much sleep last night," that is basically sex speak for just be. Don't add, you know, be. He, they're telling you something. They're telling you to take care of yourself today. Yes, yes. <laughs> Leave me yes. alone. Go and yeah, someone is really telling you something there, and it makes because you're not well rested and you're not your loveliest self when no. you're doing that. And um, better sleep just means a happier relationship, and a happier relationship leads to better sex. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Lori. There we go. Amen. I know. There we go. I feel like I've I, we accomplished movies and 
a little bit of study a da. <laughs> All rolled into one but, big package. But, but really, people do need to be like more aware of that. Of and the not, way that sleep affects their total life, including your sex life. Yeah, and not to dismiss it that it's just, oh, I haven't slept since, like, I've, I have a, a couple friends who, I haven't slept, you know, since the year 2006. <laughs> as, a, a, as, a, as a point of pride? <laughs> yes. No, it is not a point of pride. Oh, yeah, it makes me nervous for them. I just think, oh, Terrible. boy. No, sleep is wonderful. Get enough sleep, drink enough water, get some sunshine, and eat your vegetables. I solved your life. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we come back. We've got our favorite headlines of the day. Are you going to wait for a sign? Your miracle. Stand up and fight. This is it. Make no mistake where you are. This is it. You're back. song Donnie Love on this uh, Monday. It was once used uh, in the NCAA final for a few years ago, the whole Kenny Loggins this is it, you're going no further your back's to the wall as we're down to the final four teams for the national championship. You guys were so wrong about uh, your basketball picks on Friday. I just wanted my team to win. I didn't really actually believe that they would win. Donnie, you said Loyola had gone as far as they could go. I did. I was absolutely wrong on that. And look at that. They did it again. They did. I know it. I, not that I, you know, I was watching yesterday just because that Duke-Kansas game was exciting. It was. And, yeah. and I just came in, like, for the last, I think there was, like, a minute 59 left, and I was like, oh, that's perfect, you know, because I just really... <laughs> that, that, that's all I really want to watch, I really two like, minutes I at the end. I usually say five, the last five <laughs> minutes of any, but for basketball, I think the last two minutes is perfectly fine. And then they tied it, and it was overtime, overtime and yeah. it was exciting. Mm-hmm. It can be exciting in the last two minutes of any yeah. basketball that's, game. That's the that's best That's all part. you need to tune in for. Yeah. I don't know. Do we have any audio? Did we want to play that? That's yeah, kind of my it. favorite. That's not very favorite long. Headline of the day is that the Loyola Sister Jean team is still making it happen. Oh, here we go. Quickly right back outside the Newman. He is on. After Kansas win over Duke and an overtime thriller. Wow. There it is. The final four. Kansas is still dancing. Is set. And that's it. It's another run to the final four for the Wildcats. Number one seeds Villanova and Kansas will face off. And three seed Michigan will take on Cinderella, Loyola, Chicago, and 11 seed. Something that's only happened three times before. Their victory Saturday night sets into motion potentially one of the most incredible runs in NCAA history. And their lucky charm. So here we come, San Antonio. Be careful, the Ramblers are on their way. Sister Jean, the Ramblers' 98-year-old team chaplain. I'm so proud of these young men for what they've done. They've worked hard. The fans have worked hard, and we had a great showing in all the places we've been. They're set to take on Michigan Saturday, who has a lucky charm of their own. Austin Hatch, the former player turned assistant coach after surviving two tragic plane crashes that took the lives of his parents and siblings. He's now courtside, hoping to bring his team to victory. A lot of good storylines, but an 11 seed has never made it to the championship game, so Loyola could continue with some history if they can pull off one in the Final Four. Look at that. That's very exciting. I do admit college basketball is very exciting. It is. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of my favorite sports yeah, to watch. It's good. Okay, trending on Twitter is uh, Who Bit Beyonce. Thank you, Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> my favorite so far is uh, 
from the Gay Burn book and my heart. I know it's Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we wish, what is that stuff that she used to take that started with an S, Miley Cyrus? Sativa. Is that what it was? Well, the, the, Sativa, it's just, it's pod. So. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, pod. That, that yeah, wouldn't make mind. you bite anybody no. in the face. No. Um, and uh, so anyway, yeah, that is, if you're wondering why, hashtag who bit Beyonce, Twitter is doing what Twitter does best, and it is absolutely hysterical right the now. The hive mind is mm-hmm. at work. Yeah. And lots of names are being thrown about because nobody knows who this is. Yeah. So everyone's just a... Uh, it's having fun with it. It's lots of very, fun gifts. very funny. All right. What other headlines do we got, Donnie? Celebrities came out to support and sponsor the March for Our Lives, and it was the largest single day protest in the history of Washington, D.C. Yeah. yeah it was a pretty incredible it turnout. Pre- it was incredible. 000. Kevin Fedeline does have a job attending and DJing strip club parties. I mean, it could be worse, right? Oh. <laughs> it could be, really? be worse. Who wouldn't want to make money that way? <laughs> He's just showing You get up. paid to go to Vegas. You get paid to be a DJ. I mean, you know, I mean, that's. I was really shocked reading this uh, um, Bachelor book that we've got this author on, Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Donnie booked it for us. And she's like a LA Times report. But do you know the main reason why these people go on The Bachelor? Because when you get off The Bachelor, you can make a living posting on instagram is that right yes wow. and you can never have and you don't posts. and you don't have to work again you can quit your nine to five or your eight to midnight or whatever your old li- and you can simply mm. make a living doing that oh, man i mean and then you could go to strip clubs and hang out with kevin federline exactly. and make money too fun. there you go all right sorry i digress that's okay uh mm-hmm. elon musk's family is messy oh that's to say the least <laughs> his, his father had a baby with his stepdaughter that's so gross yeah. it's just it's gross stop it and they're four his, years apart in age yeah and his dad <laughs> knew his stepdaughter from the age of four no. It's and Elon Musk has called his father a terrible human being. So obviously, there's no love lost there. Like he is, you know, because his mom is a model. I just opened my bizarre magazine. She's a cover girl model. Yes, that's what it was. I just and they and she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Cardi B, fiscal conservative, (laughs) wants to know where her tax money is going. Yeah, she she she, she went made on, a lot and, of money yeah. last year, and then she went on Instagram and she moved up in the tax bracket. Yeah, and so now she is wondering where her money is going. She wants her receipts itemized. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Cardi B, it doesn't really work that no, way. I'm picturing her at the H and R Block office. Just, ah! Welcome to being in the one percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Drew Barrymore's new musical ad for Crocs. Cringe-inducing or cute? I haven't seen this. Oh, no. It was so sad. It's really? so bad. I'm really surprised that Crocs. she's shilling for Crocs. Oh, yeah. They must give her a lot of creative control. Otherwise, she maybe uh, bought some Croc stock for cheap. It's 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 yeah. it's like she's ordering people though when you watch the video to be happy and carefree lest the cracks start show up showing up I don't know and they don't realize they're wearing rubber shoes it is creepy well it's just hokey and it's, it's so cheesy hokey. and it's musical but I will say Drew Barrymore is cute I know she is very effervescent and it almost makes me want to buy a pair of Crocs but not not. No. 
No. Yeah, it's called no Crocs. Crocs the Musical with Drew. I, I don't know. I thought it was cringe-inducing. Well, I feel like it has nothing to do with any of your tastes and interests, Lori. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What else do we have? Uh, Millie Bobby Brown wore names of the Parkland victims to the Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah, the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards were Saturday night. John Cena was the host. He seemed like he was a good host. And uh, she accepted favorite TV actress. And she just called attention to the March for Our Lives demonstration because she couldn't be there. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, anyway, it was sweet. She had her, all the victims' names were on the back of her jacket. Yeah. Right. Uh, Chrissy Teigen stopped using Snapchat after the update and violent Rihanna ad. Oh, yeah, after the ad. Well, nobody, everyone's deserting Snapchat. So they, I thought they were deserting Facebook. They're both. Both. They're getting off of both of those. So Snapchat kind of changed their interface recently and how they do things. I don't spend a lot of time on Snapchat, but then it was that whole uh, game that came out with an advertisement uh, pitting Rihanna versus Chris Brown and making fun of the whole uh, incident between the two of them. And it was just really poor taste. Well, I'm still actively snapping my 15 to 25 year olds. Good. And I still use the filters. I still use the Snapchat filters, admittedly. All right. Is that it? Is that That's pretty end? much it. I was just going to comment on one of these photos of Christina Aguilera on Paper Magazine. Holly, it's the one where, she, where her blonde hair is flowing yeah, all over the place. She's mm-hmm. so I mean, there was no way in the world I would have said that's Christina Aguilera. Well, she has always loved maquillage. She's just been one of those uh, gals. She who makes just, face. She yeah. loves to just do the makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or she looks stunning. I love this photo, though. My maquillage. Maquillage. So fancy of you. So fancy. So French. (laughs) See y'all tomorrow.